Holiday Let Success, episode number two. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources, and discussion. Hello and welcome to Holiday Let Success, the podcast. I'm Elaine Watt, your host for the day. And today I am going to invite onto the show Phil Schofield. Now, Phil is from Schofield's Insurance Limited, who are based in Bolton. They do specific holiday let cover for properties. And he's here today to talk about how important it is to get the right insurance for your property, because after all, you're insuring and covering your rental income. You're insuring and covering your business by protecting your home. I really enjoyed chatting to Phil and I just want to apologise for the sound quality. It's not as good as I wanted it to be on this interview, but I think I've sorted out the problem for next time. So I apologise if it's not as great as it could be, but I still think you'll get lots and lots of useful information out of it. So thank you very much for listening and let's head on over to the interview now. Pleasure today to welcome our guest, Phil Schofield. Phil is from Schofields Limited, an insurance company for holiday home owners set up in 1984. It's a family business set up by Phil's father. Phil will tell us a bit more about that right now. Hi, Phil. How are you? Morning, Elaine. Very well, thanks. Thank you very much for joining us today because it's such um, the insurance side is a big subject. It's something I get, often get asked by holiday home owners how to go about it, where to go for the best insurance. And, and where to start. So what we're going to do today is just have a chat about what your business does and try and take some of your information and use it to our advantage. So let's start by, can you just give us an idea of your role within Schofields, how long you've been there? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm involved in the, the marketing side of it. Um, I've been here for 10 years, but a lot of my side of it is, you know, working with people like yourself who are kind of related to the insurance side of it. You know, one of our, our blogs full of kind of letting tips and, and help for owners how to market their properties. So my, my side of it is kind of that, just creating a resource, not just on the insurance side of it, um, but also on the how to market and, um, you know, insurance isn't an exciting subject as such, but, but it's obviously very important. I've been seeing this this year with the floods and everything, but when things do go wrong, that um, it's there and it, it's protecting the owners against the unforeseen. Yeah, it's very really, really important. Like you say, not always the most exciting thing, but it's a huge peace of mind to have everything set up. So tell us what your company does and how long you've been running. Yeah, we've, we've been running since uh, 1984, so the uh, 30 years. Provide um, mainly uh, the insurance for holiday homeowners and second homeowners. Most of the the, uh, the business comes direct to us now. You know, many many years ago when people booked the holidays through, you know, catalogues and and brochures, we, we did we did work with a lot of agencies and we that was the way it worked. But as as the internet has evolved, uh, a lot of our business now is is direct. We still have some schemes through we work with some agencies through some niche schemes, and we also provide a, a, a holiday cancellation insurance, which the owners can recommend to, to their guests to, you know, to prevent against cancellations due to that illness and injury. So, uh, to start with, 
we know that you provide cover for, for holiday homes. Just explain exactly who needs this type of insurance. Is it every holiday let owner? Yeah, it depends. You know, we have two types of customers, really. Those who just use it for themselves at weekends, uh, just family and friends, and obviously the commercial lets who are, who are using it as a business to, uh, for investment income. The cover is pretty much the same, although you're letting, you will need extra cover, such as loss of rental income and uh, accidental damage to your content from guests. But the main thing that, you know, that, that most people need to protect against the big risks, you know, the, the theft and things like that, you know, that they're small claims. You know, it's very important, that, you know, fire, flood, they're, they're the, the core of what you need to protect. Your property for also adapt it to your your situation where you are letting for the liability things like that. I see. Okay, so it's it's really really important because somebody that owns a holiday let essentially that's their business. So you you're protecting their business and their income from that holiday home in lots of ways. Yeah, you know, thing the property you know can be put out for for many months. You know, for example, if it's flooded, it can take you know six to twelve months to dry out. So it's important that you know the owner's protected during that period. You know that that they protect against the uh, the loss of rental income. It can have a significant effect on the business. So we we talked a little bit about what holiday home insurance covers, but can we look at if there are any exceptions to the holiday home insurance that you that you don't cover or maybe need additional cover? I think. Um, what a lot of people are confused about with insurance is it isn't a, an actual maintenance contract. So, for example, you know, if, if property in a, a bad state of repair, say you've had a, a tiles that have been missing and there's a storm and water's coming through that, you know, the insurance probably won't cover that anything that's due to like negligence and wear and tear. So it's important to give your property, keep your property in a good state of repair, which, which most people do. Other things like, you know, where the kind of home emergency cover would come into it. Say, let's say a guest blocks your toilet with, say, putting nappies down there and things like that. Or, yeah. for example, your boiler breaks down. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be covered by your, your insurance. But obviously you could take out an emergency cover via another insurer. There are products on there which the utility services companies provide. But general wear and tear and breakdowns, you know, you kind of need a bit a backup plan for that and probably a very good handyman on, on call. Right, so it's really important for, for people to have somebody available to come and fix something in an emergency rather than just relying on their insurance because it's not actually part of that contract. Yeah, but the first thing, you know, the insurers will, will appreciate is that if you do have a, a claim or an incident, you know, you, you kind of try and mitigate the loss or, you know, if you have, if you have got um, thousands of gallons of pumping through your house you've had a bus pipe in the middle of winter from your loft you know you, you need someone on hand to pretty much come around obviously the first the first point is to uh let your stop cock off but then um you know try and fix that that leak as soon as you can what's involved in in getting the insurance up and running so with a company like yourselves somebody's decided that they're going to go ahead and get some insurance do, do you need any carry out any checks are there any certificates or anything like that that like with fire or electrical safety that, that you might need in order to, to cover? We don't need any certificates as such. What we need for the quotation is, is the uh, buildings, some insured, and the contents. 
this is something where people can come on stock. You know, they often use for the buildings some insured. They'll, they'll think of the market value of the property. They need a, an accurate building some insured, so they're not underinsured in case there is a loss, because obviously the claim would be reduced by the percentage that the um, they are underinsured. But also people are confused about what's building and contents. You know, your buildings is your the rule of thumb, anything, your fixtures and fittings, including any outbuildings, out swimming pools, things like that. And your content is anything that you probably take with you if you move house. So that's all, all we need. But it's, you know, even if you're just thinking of buying a property, I'd always recommend to somebody just call a, a home insurer up and just get a quotation because you might not know that, you know, that area you're buying it has a history of flooding or siding. It's a good it's a good practice to get an idea of you know that well what kind of premium you'll be paying for your insurance so there aren't any nasty shocks. Okay, so really advise people to to try and do their homework and take advantage of, of experts like yourselves in the process of purchasing and setting up insurance. Yep. You know, and then they'll be able to advise you for any specific cover you need or you know that anything that relate up your property. Okay. Now, something else which I often get asked about in an, in an insurance sort of way, and lots and lots of guests love them, and that's hot tubs. Do you cover hot tubs? Is it part of the ordinary cover? Is that additional? Give us an idea. I think, no, we, we will cover them. You have, just have to include them in your sum insured. You know, it's the same with swimming pools. If you've got a swimming pool, you know, add it on to just make sure it's included in your sum insured that you are insuring. And more importantly, you know, if you are commercially letting your property, make sure that your insurer knows that because your liability, public liability, needs to include the use of swimming pools and hot tubs by your guests. Now, there have been some, some historic cases where people have, have fallen ill after using uh, hot tubs and the, the legal fees in dealing with such claims can, you know, they can run into to six figures. So it's, you know, you need your public liability, which should be included in, in any comprehensive holiday let policy that extends to cover your guests. It's important that you know your insurer is aware you've got a hot tub and that your public liability is covering the use of that as well. Right, okay, so that's a really, really important one because there, there is a risk of health if things aren't done properly and, and you can help insure against that. Yep, so the public liability, but also we, we've got a blog post on our site and the health and safety executive does, does provide a lot of advice about the maintenance of hot tubs. Because there's a lot involved. If you're looking to it, you know it's it's like a weekly check you're supposed to do, which I imagine most people may not be doing. So you know, impossible if possible, you know it's probably wise to maybe outsource that to a local you know contractor who could clean the hot tub for you. So you you're within the rules of the legislation. Excellent. So there's a lot of a lot of information there, but hot tubs are so so popular they're really worthwhile doing it just means that make sure that you absolutely do it right and take advantage of the information that that people like phil can give you there'll be links through on the website in the show notes where you can get through to phil's blog post about hot tubs and the legislation and everything that you your requirements are yeah so we'll give you can you give us an idea on the pricing or give us an idea of a range that people might expect to pay is it based on the size of the house the number of the bedrooms what parameters do you use the parameters we use will be the uh, just the buildings some insured and the, and all the contents and, and whether the the the, uh, the owner wants the accidental damage contents extension two figures really buildings contents okay. and the average premium i'd say for the uk is 
is about £190. Okay, is that per annum? Yes. Okay. Can I also ask at this stage, do you cover overseas properties? Yeah, we do. Um, most of our business is in the UK, but we also uh, you know, do, we do France, Spain, Portugal and Italy as well. They, you know, after the UK, France is a, a strong market for us, uh, and Spain, and then it's Portugal and Italy. You know, some, some owners have multi-properties. They'll have a place in the UK and they're lucky enough to have somewhere overseas as well. That sounds like a lovely way to go, doesn't it? Because then you've got your own holiday at home and you can disappear off to the sun as well. So anybody listening that is considering a holiday home overseas, then you know that Bill's company can also help with the insurance overseas because, of course, it's maybe even more important overseas because you're actually, it's so much further away than from home. Yeah, and, the, you know, the insurance is a, can be a minefield overseas. It's, compared to what we're used to in the UK, there's a, a lot of exclusions and, you know, policies are often in foreign language so it's uh, more important I'd say to, to speak to a UK based insurer and, and have the protection of the you know the, that we have in the UK with the ombudsman and the the, the FCA and things like that. Of course and of course the, it negates the problem of the language barrier as well dealing with a UK company you've already got your connections overseas it's another way of just making things a lot lot simpler for people wouldn't you agree? Yeah yeah and you know we, we have our user loss adjusters which are English speaking anyway so if there's any, any claims over there no, we have teams that uh, will go out and deal with the, the owners to resolve the claims. Great. So a lot of the work done for people. Again, there'll be uh, links through to information about insuring your property overseas if you're thinking about going down that route. So do go to the website at the, at the end of the show. So moving on to, to thinking about someone that, that is already insured, what can they do to protect themselves from having to make a claim? For example, making sure external buildings are locked, can you give us any advice? Insurance is there to protect against the unforeseen, which is some things can't be prevented against. You know, we saw the, the floods uh, this year and obviously, you know, storms can be can be a problem. And some things that, you know, people can just take, keep, make sure the property is in good state to repair, as I mentioned before. You know, we've been quite lucky the last few years, but preceding that, you know, we had some very, very harsh winters. Properties were freezing up. So, uh, you know... Since then, a lot of the insurers uh, have, have put terms on policies, so it's very important to look out for you what your occupancy clauses are, whether that's regular inspections, turning off the water, maintaining certain heat to prevent against burst pipes. So it's just about common sense as well. You, you know, when when it is minus ten, that you are maybe leaving your heating on or turning your water off because you know the difference between a turning the water off and not you know, when the water's on under the bus pipe the average claim is about 14,000 but just simply turning the water off at the stopcock can reduce it to about 1,500. Another thing for example is the uh, security as well you know just check your security requirements check that you're insured by theft by non-forced entry because you know guests have a habit of going out and leaving windows open and even doors open even on departure you know they'll, they'll leave the doors unlocked for the housekeeper or whatever maybe still in holiday mode and if somebody was to uh, you know an opportunist burglar was to climb through the window or just go in through an open door you need to check that you are covered by theft by non-forced entry. Yikes, that's a definite worthwhile pitfall, making, really, really making sure that that you are covered in that situation. Because like you say, someone who's on holiday, they're having a great time, they are, like you said, in holiday mode, they might not be thinking quite along the security lines and windows can get forgotten in the rush to get out, to get home, or maybe just even going out for the day. 
So yes, that's really useful information. Thank you. What about gutters, oil tanks are a big one, and boilers? What can be done to, to prevent insurance problems there? Because I, I know that I read one of your blog posts about an oil tank bursting, which obviously, you know, the more remote properties just would be awful. Can, can you give us an idea what occurred in that particular situation and, and how we can go about making sure what led up to it and how we can make sure that doesn't happen to us equally with a boiler or, or water? Yeah, I think the, the oil's are a big claim, you know. The, um, these can, you know, can be 30,000 and in some instances there's one claim uh, that we didn't deal with, but uh, it was in the press where the actual property had to be demolished. And what it, it's just some wear and tear or a, a loose pipe or something's been knocked or the tank's degraded. Where um, once the oil gets into the ground and the, obviously the foundations of a property and it's contaminated, it could be a major, major clean up operation. You know, obviously, if there's a, a water course nearby and the, the cost of removing the contaminated soil uh, and even the footings it can be very substantial. So it's just a matter of, again, maintenance, yearly, um, you know, annual safety checks on the, on the oil tanks and just to keep an eye on it. You know, just as simple as smelling oil. You know, the issue is once there's been a leak, you know, they have this. The smell of the oil can can linger for a while. Obviously, you know you, you're coming into your loss of rental again because no one's going to want to stay in your property if it's smelling of oil. And obviously, you're going to be affecting your neighbours as well. Yeah, that's that's a huge one, isn't it? Um, absolutely horrible situation. So what what I think that we can really take away from that, and what has really run through as a theme throughout our whole discussion, is the absolute importance of maintenance on a property just from every angle ensuring windows are closed making sure windows roofs gutters oil tankers boilers everything is in tip-top condition and you know you can do that by having your own maintenance contract set up or going about it yourself but if you're doing it yourself it must be scheduled so that you know that you've done your checks. And I think the, the, the way that, that we're going in the future is you know we're going to make it easier you know with for example now there's some apps and alarms you can put on oil tanks where the, the app will monitor it so you get a, an, an alert on your, on your smartphone or your tablet when there has been a sudden drop in oil which obviously could be a sign of theft as well uh, and as well you know with the smart um, smart heating systems that are on the market you know, you'll be able to remotely set your temperature uh, let's say there's a sudden uh, cold burst and it's minus 10 you know you can you can set your boiler come on and keep your property warm I think in the future you know it's, it's coming onto the market now there's a lot of devices and technology which is going to make this miss easier and uh, you know, prevent claims in the long run. Those just sound, if, if everything can go towards the way that so many apps, there's apps for everything, and just to know that there's something like this for holiday homeowners, it's just going to be, like you say, just make the future a lot, lot easier. So I'll make sure that we've got some notes that you can link through to in the show notes, and you can have a read about what apps are available at the moment, and maybe give some pointers for the future and where to look out for these types of apps and the remote services that you can get because that would be a waste of a lot of people's minds. Now, something which we talked about, we, we touched on very, very briefly, is that you can, in turn, offer holiday cancellation insurance. Can you tell us a little bit about that as well, please? Yeah, that's just kind of just an add-on product for, uh, for owners just so they can protect their bookings from illness or injury. Within the UK, 
a lot of people don't take out insurance for domestic holidays because of uh, obviously the, the NHS provides medical cover and your main residence is likely to cover your, your belongings, your valuables. But at the end of the day, a booking is a legally binding contract. And, you know, if somebody's going to cancel their holiday with yourselves as an owner, well, it's likely that they're going to forfeit the deposit or if it's within a certain time within the holiday when the balance is probably due, the whole amount. So it's not, it shouldn't be up to the owner to worry about refunding the, the guests. You know, they, they should be taking out insurance to, to protect them. Actually, you know, if, if they haven't done that, then, you know, it's the risk they took and it's... It shouldn't be the owner's responsibility to, to refund, in my opinion. So, so ultimately, at that stage, a guest cancelling late notice due to illness or whatever the reason, it, the onus is on the guest to make sure that, that that week is paid for or that weekend is paid for. Yeah, I think you know that this comes into having watertight terms and conditions on your booking contract as well. You know, setting out the the the, the limits. You know when, what's due when and, and what will be forfeited, and just recommending a, an insurance policy to protect the owner against against these. Obviously, in some cases, owners might be able to uh, to relet and obviously provide a refund as and when necessary. Yeah, a lot a lot of my owners, I think that you know they do have clause if it's after a certain period of time. But yes, it's all down to the terms and conditions. That's worthwhile information. There's sort of two sides to that. If one of the holiday homeowners had a guest who didn't have insurance and refused to pay. Do you insure against that side? We don't. We don't provide such cover. No. And a question for a legal expert is: mm. Could even though it's in your terms and conditions that you know you are required to pay the balance? Small claims route, isn't it? Yeah. That's the one option, and it's, then it's a balance of whether it's worth the time and effort for the for the, the amounts involved and and the expenses. Very much so. So it's all about avoiding these sorts of pitfalls. But so it's great, great information there. So at that stage, what I'd take away from that is that you would really advise any of your people that are actually insuring their holiday home with you to offer a guest booking the holiday cancellation insurance and offering that they actually talk to you as a company. Yeah, it can. You know, there's some areas we don't cover. You know, with, with the with an age restriction and as with most insurance pre-existing. But it's, it can just, against the, you know, the, the injuries and the illnesses, uh, it can protect against that, losing the, the income. Okay, so if we were to look at, if somebody had decided, they, they've listened to all of your information, uh, they've decided, yes, we want to go ahead and uh, get this sort of insurance, what, what's the best thing to do? Do they get in touch directly or do they go to, their web, to your website? What's the best thing? Yeah, I think the, it could all just be done online on our website. Now, it's very easy. You know, they can just put the the figures in there and have a play around and they can select and in the excesses you can increase the excess to reduce the premium so i think it's a matter of you know just go in there put play around with the figures uh, obviously make sure you they're accurate figures the rebuild value and your contents and then you can get an idea of a quote and most important you know look at the you know about all our policy wordings are up there it's not a. Uh, we have we have some information on you know what to look out for. Lots of guides on our site, you know the pitfalls to look out for and comparing uh, different insurers and just have a, a read through the um, the terms and conditions that are on there. Yeah. Just have a look for the main exclusions uh, when when looking around at different policies. You know the main thing is is your occupancy clauses. You know what section do you have during the winter when it's cold. What do you have to do? What warranties do you have to do? What security do you need? It's important to check those on, 
on policies because you know very often lower premiums are, are reflected with limited cover That's, I think it's just a matter of owners shopping around it's, it's a very niche area there are very few insurers do this to see what what policy fits you for your requirements okay so at that stage if people are, are they've gone online they say they're on your website and they're starting to get an idea if they do start to struggle or they think oh my gosh these terms and conditions could do with a hand they're all right to give you a call at that stage and take take some advice from your team yeah sure you know we're always on hand to, to give advice and and put people's minds at ease and, and just clarify um, what cover we, we can and can't give most of it's pretty standard. People have the same risks. We all can also advise on what cover the property owner needs, even if it's like area specific and we know there's an issue in that area. Excellent. Okay, so, so if they're now at the stage where they're ready to go, how soon can they be insured? Usually it's within a few hours, within the working week. Uh, if we do have any further questions, well, those, as soon as we get those answers back, people could be on cover. You know, what, what I would advise is, don't leave it to the last minute you know we get calls where people are changing in a couple of hours and they're, they're trying to sort the insurance out you know it's obviously an afterthought to sorting finances out and that's why it's worthwhile just just getting a quote with it in advance just to get an idea of where you're at and if and if you can proceed but yeah usually within the same day we can we can uh, confirm cover Great. So really, people need to be thinking if they're purchasing a property that is going to be let as a holiday home, this really has to be thought of. The holiday home insurance really has to be thought of as part of the purchase process and do that in the lead up to the exchange rather than at the last minute or after that at that time. Yeah. The beauty of insurance, you know, you can you can shop around every year. You know, you can you can compare policies and you get the cover that's right for you. And, and obviously, you know, based on the the claims experience as well you know you'll only find out how good an insurance policy is when you claim so like, yeah. you know you can shop around every year and read reviews on online and just like you would uh, when buying another product the reviews are very helpful okay so you have a, a if somebody were to find themselves in a situation where they were making a claim you've got a dedicated team who are there to help is that right yeah yeah we've got we've got a We've dealt with most claims over 30 years. You know, we we know we know uh, what to expect, and we can put people at ease. Really, you know, we get a lot of calls when you know people are in unfortunate situations when they've, especially with bursts and things like that. You've, they've got water pouring through the house, and there's been a fire or whatever. But we also have a legal advice helpline as well. So if people have you know issues with, with squatters or there's you know with the public liability and things like that, there's experts on hand just to, to put people at ease and. You know, the first thing I would do is speak to insurer before anything is discussed with guests or third parties, just to give the right advice. Okay, so really, in an emergency situation, limit the damage. So if there's a burst pipe, immediately reduce your, your risk at that stage, stop everything happening, and then the first person to speak to after that is your insurer. Yeah, very good advice. You know, forget, you know, my advice would be, you know, what would you do if you weren't insured? You know, you'd, you'd turn your water off straight away, wouldn't you? And then you speak yeah. to your insurer, you know, don't hang around and, and you know, wait till your insurer's opening in the morning whilst, you know, the, the things are getting worse. Just do your best yeah. to mitigate the loss. You know, your insurer's going to appreciate that and then speak to your insurer just for the next step to get the process of getting you back up and running. Excellent. So you, you can really help people at every single stage, uh, whatever their situation with regards to the holiday let and, and yep. making yep. the insurance, testing out the insurance, helping them decide what is the best insurance to the claim hopefully that'll never happen but at the claim situation even the legal sides just really hold their hand through the whole journey yeah that's you know that's that's the 
the beauty of the insurance. That's what you're paying for at the end of the day, the expert advice and the expert service. That's fantastic. Well, I really hope that our chat today has helped a lot of our listeners with an idea of exactly what's involved with insurance. A lot of people find it such a stressful area and they don't really know where to start. And just having heard from Phil today, I think you'll all agree that they've got an incredible setup there. It's advised you to shop around, but of course he's offered you exactly what they've got as well. A lot of experience there. As he says, over 30 years, they've pretty much come across every situation, so they can help everybody. Something that Phil has said that he will give to our listeners is a download. You can go to our website, have a look at the download from Phil. You'll be able to link through to him. It's a document called Top 10 Pitfalls to Look Out For in Insurance. That's right, isn't it, Phil? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be really handy for anybody to have a good look at. It's all free, really good advice in there, exactly like, like we've had throughout the whole interview today. Phil, just give us an idea where we can get in touch with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I think, we you know, the, uh, the website is it's S-C-H-O-F-I-E-L-D-S dot L-T-D dot U-K. But for our blog section on there, it's not just about insurance, it's about holiday letting as a whole, uh, legislation, uh, marketing tips. Anyone on the Twitter can follow us at Schofields where we also tweet holiday letting tips. And I'm sure we'll be sharing some of your uh, content, Elaine, for all the advice you're going to give to owners in the uh, near future. Excellent. Great gems of advice you've given us today. I'll look out for you on Twitter. Thank you very much for your time today. I'm sure it's given a lot of people a lot of food for thought. And hopefully we'll catch you soon. Thanks, Phil. Have a good day. Thanks very much. You too. And there you have it. Our first industry expert to come on the show, Phil Schofield. You can head over to HolidayLetSuccess.com to take a look through the show notes. You'll see exactly what we chatted about. And you can also get his download for there. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. If you've got anything you'd like us to answer for you on a future podcast, please also go to the contact page whilst you're on the website, bob in your details and tell us what you'd like to like us to discuss. And we should do that for you. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. Head on over to holidayletsuccess.com for full recaps of every show, our useful and usable resources and great blog articles. Your holiday let success awaits. See you on the other side.